0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The surpluses are going down and talking about the, you know the impact of the tax cuts from last year and what the state looks like moving forward, the budget proje- projections. And part of the reason I think Lamont's going to run for a third term is that they're supposed to be in the black no matter what happens for the next five years. But let's talk to uh, Representative Josh Elliott uh, on Brian & Company. Good morning, sir. How are you?
1: Morning, Brian. Thanks for having me. Hey,
0: thanks for coming on. And, you know, listen, whether I agree or disagree, you know, taking the courage and the time to to write this brings up the discussion, which is important, I think, for everybody. So I appreciate it. Um, Just give give people your thesis here.
1: Yeah, general thesis is this. Uh, A lot of my thinking stems from two studies that the state put out, one in 2014, one in 2019. And what we see is that People who are in the bottom fifty percent of the income limits or income thresholds in Connecticut are paying about one, three times what the uh, top five percent are paying in Connecticut. Sorry, my dog ate something last week and is now wheezing, so I'll try to stay away (laughs) from this wheezes in the background. And and a a part of the reason that the the wealthy and the rich in our state pay so much less uh, in terms of a percentage of their income to taxes is not because of state taxes, it's because of local taxes. It's because of the property tax, which goes towards funding primarily education, but a whole host of other things. And now in other states, what they do is they send so much more money back to their municipalities, or they'll have county governments sending money back to municipalities to offset how regressive the property tax is. We don't do nearly enough of that. So a lot of what I talk about is the fact that We have so much additional revenue coming that we handicap ourselves with because we don't put it towards funding towards municipalities. Therefore, people who make less pay so much more. And that, to me, is the the crux of the problem.
0: Okay, so in practical terms, what would you want seen done? So we have three main uh,
1: handicaps, and that is the revenue cap, that is the spending cap, and that is the volatility cap. The revenue cap just basically says, Listen, if you want to spend $500 million, you have to raise $500 million plus 1.25%. And that gives us a little bit of uh, that comfort zone when the markets do something that we don't expect over the long term. Right. Then you have the spending cap, which says that at a certain limit, uh, you can't go above uh, this number every year. And it goes up every year based on inflation or based on other various costs and so that keeps our spending in check and then you have the volatility cap which to me is is the worst of the caps i, I actually um, like the revenue cap i think that's really smart and i think all of the caps that we have uh, at a base level make a lot of sense to me it's a matter of degree so what the volatility cap does is it says that if you take a certain amount of money again over a certain amount uh, based off of the money that we take in from receipts that are related to wall street and now specifically it was states that are related to the pass through entity tax, which we hadn't really conceived of as much in 2017 and we made some changes over the past few years. Right. Um, we've been taking in 1.3 billion additional dollars every single year on average due to the volatility cap that gets directed straight to the pensions. Now I should say, Connecticut has a massive pension problem. And what I mean by this is that there's about $80 billion that, we're, that we essentially are going to owe over time. Now, since the early 2000s, we've put away about $40 billion. So it's not like we've done nothing. We've done a really, really good job of putting ourselves in a good position. And about 2045 is when we expect to have the full, let's say $80 billion in today's money put away for these uh, un, um, unfunded liabilities. But the problem is that because of the metrics that we've set for ourselves, that when you have increased costs for higher ed or transportation or any sort of education, uh, any sort of spending that's not seen as fixed, we aren't able to keep up with those costs. Right. And so if all this money that's being dumped directly into pension obligations, when we do have some flexibility, and my argument finally is this is that the volatility cap is meant to protect us against the swings from wall street, but the pass through entity tax is not wildly swinging. So that is recurring revenue. Any sort of recurring revenue we take in really should be going towards line items that are also very consistent over time. So a chunk of that $1.3 billion really ought to be going towards our year-to-year, day-to-day Okay.
0: Expenses. So, I mean, again, I don't know as much of this stuff as, as you do. So if, if forgive my ignorance on what I might get to here. We're talking with Representative Josh Elliott here, who wrote an op-ed in The Current that you should check it out about our tax structure being broken. Uh, we're on track... To fully fund those pension liabilities, as you said, um, yeah. and that will end up saving a ton of money on debt service. The revenues Correct. are slowing, right? And working I- increasing long term spending increases your fixed costs, like. You know the less less flexibility here is a really good point, but like it's hard to argue against the other things that are actually working right now, other than maybe the disproportionate paying of taxes by lower and middle income people. Because right now the framework is there to be in a really strong position in twenty years. So how a lot of not a lot of people are going to want to change things because of that.
1: I want to say first of all, I agree entirely with your perspective. To me, what I'm talking about is just degree. And we're spending 20 years not making these investments. My perspective is yes, we are saving a ton of money in terms of uh, the savings for these debt payments. But what we're missing on the other side of that coin is that we know there's an, an enormous multiplier effect with any sort of government spending. And then spending that happens on the local level has this virtuous effect of being used over and over and over again I think it's something like five to eight times uh, every dollar that you spend, you you get back. Now, the other side of that is as you add more and more increased uh, fixed costs, that is going to be a huge burden down the line, which we're facing now. We're trying to solve essentially in 20 years, 70 years worth of fiscal mismanagement. My goal is, is to say we are essentially shortchanging an entire generation of people based off of three generations worth of mismanagement. We can push that out a little bit more, and we're going to help a lot of people along the way. I think that there's an incredible amount of need out there, and as we've seen, even through the pandemic, when you saw seven or 9% CPI increases, the people's cost of living uh, is just going through the roof, and it's so expensive to live in our state, uh, we're squeezing out the middle class. I believe that it's the government's role to help ease that pain, and we can do that essentially By fixing our our property tax structure, not by charging people more, but by trying to rejigger how we take in revenue and how we spend. So a lot of my goal, I would say, end of the line, it doesn't even have to be revenue positive. It could be revenue neutral. I'm more concerned than anything else about who pays what and what percentage of their income.
0: Okay. Now, listen, as a card-carrying middle-class member um, who's got kids about to go to college, it's... uh, I do think the middle class is getting a raw deal in so many elements of our culture right now. We're out of time. Uh, Josh, we really appreciate it, and nice job putting that issue out there.
1: Appreciate it. Have me back for about a half hour next time. Yeah, yeah. Even more into the weeds.
0: I I agree. It merits much more time. Thank you, sir.